always in my own head about lessons passive aggressive overreacting little things i never invested a little basis would approach either stay or go fail to lean off the experience proceeding to grow really think before i spoke the emotions what's up y'all this is the plain black rapper podcast and i'm your host nightlife thank you for joining me again appreciate all the feedback that i got from the last pod i got really 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 good marks on that one people had really good comments so keep the comments coming you know what i'm saying i know this is uh it's a tough listen when somebody is talking to themselves <laughs> but uh i really appreciate y'all um vibing with it and uh and uh hopefully it's helping you know it helps me this each week that i get to do this it helps me to be able to really put myself in focus and in order and to um really put things in perspective this is really helpful of course this is therapy all right so my topic this week is love thyself now i know that self-love can sound a little selfish i mean especially when you have kids and especially when you have significant other and you have friends and you have family you have all of that but self-love is very very important it's nothing wrong with it we all need our time you know, we spend our lives at home, work, with our partners, giving effort, support, and love to others. And we need balance and need to treat ourselves, you know, as well. So this is an opportunity to be able to talk about that. Sometimes it's okay to go out and kick it by yourself. And, you know, that doesn't mean that you're a weirdo or that you're a loner but sometimes you really need to go and kick it by yourself whether that be shopping lunch dinner taking a show taking a ball game whatever whatever it is that you need to do to decompress sometimes you need to do that and i found that it's uh it's peaceful time to be able to do that uh, away from others you don't need to be linked at the hip with another person in order for you to enjoy time away um you can be out and and just be into yourself at that point. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think doing a lot of that is therapeutic because you spend so much time, you're you're giving so much of yourself to other people and you're listening to other people and you're solving problems for other people. And, you know, you're sharing stuff with your, you're sharing stuff about yourself to other people. And sometimes it just feels like you're so connected and so, you know, enthralled with being a part of their problems and their beliefs and their you know solution structure and along with your own that you don't have time to be able to kind of diagnose the things that are going wrong for yourself and even in that situation you can't really lie to yourself although we try we try often but we can't lie to ourselves we know what time it is we know what we did we know when we did it we know how many times we did it so we can't lie to ourselves so this is an opportunity to be able to analyze that to be able to restructure, to figure out where we went wrong and where we need to do what we need to do to uh, in order to repair or, you know, move forward. And these are these are these opportunities. Drives uh, to work and home are sometimes where I have my most mentally productive times to be able to reset myself. Meditation, a walk, a run, a drive, um, you know, sitting alone in a room can always help you refresh. I love the fact that, you know, we have a pretty good sized house because there's always a time where if I need to be able to get myself together, 
and be away from people. I can come in my studio. I can go on in any other room that's not occupied and just be able to reset and just sit alone with myself and kind of just get things figured out. And you need to be away from those noises and those distractions that are constantly around you. You know, at work, it could just be the regular buzz of the normal day. It could be emails. It could be, you know, messages. It could be meetings. It could be all of these things. But sometimes you just need a moment of just bounce back time to be able to just stew on stuff and get it figured out. You got to call the time out. You know, when you watch hoop and a team goes on a run and the crowd's going crazy, the coach calls a timeout. You need to regroup. We need to fi- assess what's going on, figure out what's happening, and and then figure how we're going to move going forward. And that's what's important about um, having time to yourself. And it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, spending time necessarily doing something. I mean, you can read. That's an opportunity to be able to get away. You can listen to music. That's an opportunity to be able to get away, to get yourself centered. You can listen to nature sounds, do all of that, you know, stuff. And I said meditation is always great. Closing your eyes and then being closer with yourself is an opportunity for you to really, really, really be able to hone in on things that you want to try to rebalance. You need to recalibrate. Sometimes your wheels get underneath you. They get a little shaky and the, 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 the front end is not aligned the way it should be. So your car is not running the way that it should be. And your steering wheel is shaking a little bit. Sometimes you need a little realignment. And that's where that meditation comes in. That gives you realignment. And people be thinking that meditation is like a weirdo sport. And it's not. It really is an opportunity for you to be more consumed with what's going on with yourself. Being one with yourself and being like still is is underrated. It's so underrated. That has really helped me in the fact of my decision making when I need to do something that is important. Sometimes I need to step away and I need to really be able to just hear myself think. And that stuff is underrated. And I don't think a lot of us uh, attempt to do that. I think we spend a lot of uh, time, you know, trying to value somebody else's opinion or what do you think? Hey, can you tell me what I should do? I love friendship and I love mentors and I love, you know, having people to bounce things off of. And sometimes their experience is great, but sometimes it just takes you to be able to tell you what ha- what needs to happen. Because ultimately we know what's good for ourselves. But you have to be brave enough to be able to take those steps after you do it. We give the best advice to other people, right? Give the best advice to other people. I'm such a great advice giver to other people that I don't take myself. I don't take any of my advice. I give it to other people. I make them feel good about themselves. They say, hey, you know what? That was a real good moment of reflection. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me about that and tell me that. But then you'll turn around and just do the same toxic, weird, whack stuff. Regardless, you just gave somebody great advice and then you went out and did exactly the opposite. Because we don't value ourselves when it comes to advice, but that's where taking an opportunity to really step aside and listen and ask those questions and answer those questions of yourself in your own time, in your own quiet and in your own spaces.
You have to. It's just something that we don't do enough of. We just are so dependent in this world of consult from somebody. What do what do they think about me? What do they think I should do? Maybe I'll watch this show. Maybe I'll read this article. Maybe I'll flip through and, and read this post. Maybe I'll check this meme out. Maybe I'll listen to the person that's never been through this at all and take their advice. And we go wrong. We really go wrong because ultimately we know in, in our heart of hearts, deep in our soul, what we really need to be doing on some shit. We know. If you go in to seek a second opinion, then fine. But a lot of times we're not going to seek a second opinion. We're going to affirm the bullshit we're doing. And we want somebody to be able to affirm that. We're seeking that affirmation so we can go ahead and do the bullshit. Not what's right. We want somebody that thinks in line with us and wants to do the exact opposite of what we should do and to co-sign that. So we go, okay, I feel better about myself doing that. Knowing deep down in your soul, you know you shouldn't be. You got a co-signer, so now it's okay. It's justified. You need to take your own advice. You need to seek your own counsel sometimes. I need to seek my own counsel sometimes. It's like I feel like you spend a lot of time just trying to get, you know, just trying to reaffirm things and ask other people, you know, do you think this is right? Do you think this is right? Do you think this is right? I should do this. I should do that. No, ultimately, there is something in your soul that will tell you, hey, you need to be doing this. But you say, well, I'm growing. I can do what the hell I want. I'm going to do this. You override what it is that is right within your DNA coding and then turn around and find somebody to justify it and then you do it and then it comes back to bite you and then you go, well, I felt that that was the right thing to do. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Really important that we take that time with ourselves. And we need to teach our kids to take that time with themselves too because in this age of multimedia and social media and TV and YouTube and all of this stuff. And they constantly need to be like, they need stimulation. They need, they seek confirmation sometimes from the wrong sources. We need them to understand that it's okay for them to be, you know, one with their own mind in regards to making decisions. And not looking to other people and not looking to, you know, programs and not looking to um, apps and not looking to, you know, different subject situations and, you know, how the the norm of society is going to be able to react to things. They need to be able to take time to make sure they know it's OK for them to step away and to really be able to be one with themselves and to think. Make them cherish that time sitting on the bus, going to school. Make them cherish that time where they're sitting, you know, sitting and waiting for their ride to come. 
You don't need to be constantly stimulated because sometimes there there's a lot of really heavy things that they're going through as young adults where they need to be able to assess things as well. So they need to be able to understand that I need to take this time to really be able to close my eyes and think about some stuff. I need to be away from the noise. I need to be away from my friends. I need to be away from these influences. I need to be away from the social media where, you know, I see people posting on IG all the time or they posting on Facebook or all of this other stuff and answering this or whatever. And people being filing my comments and all of that. Nah, you need to step away from that. We need to teach our kids to have the power to step away from that stuff. Because once they do, then they'll be able to harness a lot of a lot of things and control a lot of things. And it will it will serve them well, you know, older as they get older in life. Because they'll cherish that time and they'll be able to assess and be good decision makers. Sometimes when you just are a crutch to your community and you're a crutch to people are around you and making decisions and always looking over your shoulder and saying, Hey, what do you think? Hey, what do you think? Hey, what do you think? You're going to get some bad advice. You're going to roll a dice and somebody's going to tell you some shit that, you know, you hear that is not the best advice and then you're going to do it and you're going to pay for it. So it's important that, when you're seeking the counsel of others, you should seek counsel of yourself first. Understand what it is you and go deep in your soul and like, is this right? And then once you do that and then you you seek other counsel, you seek people that have been there and done it before. Then you find them guys. Those people that have been there so that way they can properly be able to assist you in counsel. Not be the final, not be the final affirmation of anything, but they just provide more data for you to pull from. You know what? I did feel this way deep down. And thank you for thank you for telling me that because I was thinking that, too. And that will help ultimately in decision making. And also it helped to recalibrate your decision making when you are, are in situations and you're not using your full, the full potential of your mind to make the right decisions. Because those people that have been where been there have are, are valuable tools in those aspects. But ultimately, it comes down to you. Because it's going to circle back to you. What do you want to do? And that's when you need time to think about things thoroughly. And taking time to think about things thoroughly, you need to be away from any and all noise that's out. You have to be able to concentrate. Even when you're in situations where maybe there is noise, you got to be able to know how to meditate and to drown things out if you need to. That's why the art of meditation is so important. You can take that and once you can be there and you can drown out noise, you hear these athletes when they say they're at the free throw line, and they're at, on a road game and they're shooting free throws and the crowd is going nuts to help to try to help them miss the free throw, but they don't hear it. Their sole focus is on the basket. It's because they have harnessed a level of concentration through not only meditation, but focus that they can block and not hear that. 
me, I have the I have the ability to block and not hear things. And um, my wife tells me that all the time. If I'm engaged in something, like I have my phone and I'm engaged in something, or if I'm reading and I'm engaged in something, or if I'm in a program and I'm engaged in something, sometimes I just don't hear what other people are saying because I'm ultimately focused on that. Now, that's the dangerous type of focus, and people will be like, well, somebody, something's going to happen to you because you're not listening. But, I mean, you know, that's, just, that's just how it works. That's how the way I'm wired. But I'm working on trying to focus have that type of focus on the important things and when I need to have it. So when I can drown out all the noise and be able to assess situations and assess danger and, you know, and make the right decisions at the right time, it is, it is important to have that type of focus and you get focus from being able to concentrate and concentrate. I think ultimately that tool of meditation is something that we are, um, that we have that's openly available to anybody. That shit is free. It's free to do that. It's free to sit there in the moment and just breathe and close your eyes and mentally take yourself to a place that, you know, and take yourself out of a place that you need to be of, of stress and strife and uncertainty. You get the opportunity to stew in your own thoughts and to try to assess things and to pull things apart and analyze them one at a time to focus the thing, focus on things on your time at your own pace. No one's forcing you to. That's what meditation allows you to do. So if you think it's weird, just do the research on it. It's not weird. It's really a helpful tool for somebody that's trying to you know, cycle through things. You know, the people that go through stuff mentally. And then when I'm going through stuff mentally, when I'm not having a good mental day, when emotionally I'm not where I need to be at, where I have doubts, where I have fears, where I have uncertainty, where I have anger, frustration, disappointment. Those are all perfect times to pull yourself out and just be able to Take a moment. You can do one minute, you can do five minutes, you can do 20 minutes. I love a good I love a good 15 minutes to just sit and to breathe and to get my thoughts together. And sometimes I don't have time right for a conference call and I got to get myself together at work. I just need to do one minute. Okay, what are the point? What are the points that I need to focus on? All right, let me just take a one minute of meditation and I'm going to just go through real quickly get myself organized, breathe, slow my heart rate down a little bit and get myself focused. And that's another thing too, is when you're angry and you're in a moment, your heart's racing, you know, your blood's pumping, you're frustrated. You, you, you're getting, you get to the point where you're out of sorts. You need to call that time out. You need to call that time out to slow your heart rate down. You don't want to die because you're upset about some shit. Breathing, slow breathing slows your heart rate down, brings everything down, calms everything down. Centers yourself, focus yourself, get you back into get yourself as the people say that I hate, hate this saying out of your feelings. 
to get you out of it. To get you into the reality of the moment. You know what? If I go out here and I punch this dude in the face, it's probably not going to end up well for me. I need to get myself under control. If I go out here, if I get in an argument with somebody and I'm yelling out in public, maybe I need to get myself under control. These are things that we can do and will help. I know that um, sometimes your pain will not allow but I think you have to push through your pain to be able to cycle through and sort out emotions. You have to. You know, pain is that denominator that is just crazy, that can just swing things either way. That can swing you through that really emotional, unstable, you know, fragile situation where you're just lashing out about things. And you need to pull yourself back. But you need to harness pain too. Because in every pain, in every situation of pain, in every uh, situation of uh, failure or every situation of uh, uncertainty or every situation of uh, mistakes are all learning possibilities. These are all things that we use as data points to be able to reference as we move on in life. And when we move on in life and we come to a situation, we can actually just go back in our little mental Rolodex and figure that out. I know y'all don't know what Rolodexes are. You're probably too young for that. Some of y'all. But, you know, you can go back and pull from those situations. And how did I react? What did I do wrong? What did I what did I do right in those situations to help you through? But again, Taking time for yourself will help you analyze that, will help you get yourself back to going and assessing those situations that happened prior that you learned from to be able to bring and say, hey, this is how I'm going to approach this. I'm not just going to go in here like a bull in a china shop. I'm going to handle this accordingly. And I remember back when this happened the first time. This is what I did. And this is what I said I should have did. So maybe I'm going to apply this this time. And it's amazing what you'll come up with. And again, that doesn't take another human being to tell you that. That doesn't take a friend, a family member, a loved one, a spouse, a teacher, an associate. It doesn't take them to tell you that. You were able to come up with that on your own. And once you do that and once you have the ability to do that and you can pull from that, you can literally get yourself out of any situation. Because you gain strength with every time you do that, when you leverage your experience against your experiences. You gain strength. It's almost like a callus. When you're working with your hands and you're doing stuff and you know, you're doing a repetitive motion and you don't not wearing gloves 
what happens? Your skin gets callous. Why does it get callous? Because it is building a defense up against that friction that you're cause that you're using when you're using your hands. And sometimes that's what we need to do. We need to build callous and building callous is just experiences that happened in the past. Old skin on top of old skin on top of old skin, getting older and harder and being able to shield you now from the new situation that may arise that came up in an old manner. I know that's kind of crazy to think about, but I think it's, it's real. It's a real thing. I just think it's hard to do that without being able to self assess without being able to love yourself enough to trust yourself to take time alone. No one's going to leave you if you take time for yourself and you and you are and, and you take some time and go and be alone. No one's going to just abandon you. But you need to kind of put this world on pause and take time for yourself and get yourself figured out. When things are getting away from you, call the time out. It's cool. No one's going to think less of you. Sometimes you got to turn your phone off. Sometimes you got to turn your television off. Sometimes you got to turn your car radio off and you just got to be in your shit. In your thoughts, in your emotions, in your understanding. In your belief structure, you got to be in that. It makes for the better comeback. I feel like when I've given myself that time out and I've done things and I've assessed them, then I'm able to come back because I'm a big overreactor. I mean, being in the job that I'm in right now, it's like I think I overthink things. Well, I just overthink things in life in general. And I'm always thinking the worst that people are thinking the worst of me or people are not liking things that I'm doing or thinking that my efforts are not good or I'm not a good, you know, good manager or a good employee or I'm not a good artist or I'm not a good, you know, I'm not a good judge or I'm not a good, you know, it's just, it's things that I got to fight. I fight myself with, but once I be able to sit back and assess things and look at them, you know, over, look at them at a great overview. And then I start leaning on the things that I'm proud of. Then I start understanding where, you know, I'm, I'm doing things right. And I got to celebrate those wins. And sometimes I got to celebrate those wins within myself. Because that's going to build my confidence. You know, we want to be patted on the back from, you know, from coworkers. We want to be patted on the back from our friends. We want to be patted on the back from, from other people that can assess our skill level and can appreciate our skill level. We want that. We crave that. That's just part of human nature. But if you can't do it for yourself, then you can't motivate yourself. And you are the key to your own success, because if you can't get yourself to get out of bed to push harder than you did the day before. Then you're failing. If you need somebody to tell you that. Jeez. It's bad business. You need to be able to look at that yourself 
You need to be your own Ray Lewis in that situation and, and be the one to pump yourself up. I was listening to a pod. I listened to um, the uh, Dominique Foxworth show because <laughs> I'm an avid podcast listener. And he was telling a story about Ray Lewis and how Ray Lewis they was about to play this one week team and it was like a Thursday night game and the game was not one that you can get up for as a professional. And he worked himself into tears to tell everybody how competitive this other team was and how he was willing to go out and do anything he could to win. And it was like, for real, dog? We literally about to be out here and play the Browns. Seriously? But to tell you everything about him and as a competitor as he is, he self-motivates that way. And I think we all have to be self-motivators that way because a lot of times things are not on the line. You have to work. You have to be a self-motivator when things are not on the line. And I think that that comes a lot with that taking that time for yourself. You have to be able to kind of push that button. All right, let's go. Let's go. Nobody's going to do the Jim Harbaugh slap on the helmet like he used to do with Alex Smith to you. You got to do it to yourself. And the only way you do it to yourself is to know how to operate by yourself. Operate in a space of stillness and when you're alone. Because once you can do that and you can harness that, nobody can stop you. Literally nobody can stop you. You'd be amazed at what you can accomplish because you've taken the time to be within your own self, to be with your own self, and then properly motivate because you've concentrated so hard. And it's amazing. I think that, um, you know, it, it, it takes it takes a lot to get to that point. And you, it takes a lot of trust to get to that point. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust that you're okay with people looking at you weird when you're in your car meditate. You have to understand that when you tell people that you don't have time for them at this particular time, this is, I need this time for myself. You have to be brave enough to tell people that you need time for yourself. You need to be brave enough to put yourself as unavailable. You can't be available to everyone at every time, but you need to be available to yourself at times when you need it. If you're not available to yourself, you're a failure. Because that means you're putting stock in other people more than you put stock in yourself. And you should never put stock in other people more than you put in yourself. I don't care who it is. You are responsible for you to manage your health, to manage your mental health, to manage your self-worth, to manage your being, to manage your soul. It's up to you. And if you can't properly do that because you're taking on too much of other people's bullshit, yikes. You're just punishing yourself then. So make sure that you take time for yourself. Even if you don't want to meditate, it don't matter. I know it seems like I'm on my little soapbox about meditation, but take time for yourself. Please do. And that 
will do it for the plain black rapper podcast thank you for joining us today check us out on spotify podcast check us out on google podcast check us out on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast we should be everywhere we are everywhere so please make sure that you support us comment share post download do all of that nice stuff make sure that we've shown the love that we need to be shown Make sure that you treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO and compliment somebody because you never know that compliment can change their entire day. Thank you and peace.